Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez, I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Welcome back, everybody, to another great and fantastic episode of the Aviation Mentors Podcast. Welcome to part two of our Oshkosh wrap-up episode. Again, sorry for... uh, sending so many episodes out late, uh, but we're going to try to uh, to hammer out some content uh, today and over the next couple of days and uh, get caught up with our episodes. Our goal originally was to hit 100 episodes by Oshkosh. Unfortunately, we shall, fell short of that by nine episodes. Uh, we were going to try to hammer in eight to 10 episodes at Oshkosh, but obviously uh, we were really, really busy uh, based on the last episode. You can kind of tell all the things we were doing with the camp and the booth and uh, just trying to enjoy ourselves uh, and enjoy our friends and family that were there too. So, uh, but I think we're going to hit that hundred episodes by probably middle or end of September, which is still fantastic. I mean, a hundred episodes in I guess it's uh, 13 months or 14 months. That's pretty good. So thank you, everybody who's been listening to us from day one and all of our new listeners. We really appreciate everybody listening. And uh, and I want to also thank Stratus Financial for making sure that we have the, the funding and the resources to be able to uh, put this podcast together. Uh, they're the ones who make this happen. Crazy thing is we haven't even had our podcast around for a year. Our first episode was August 26th of 2022. Was it really? So we almost hit it in a year. That's insane. Well, uh, I know that we started uh, recording and we recorded our first uh, kind of episode at Oshkosh last year. So maybe that's why I had that in my head. But that's funny. I guess it was a whole month later that we finally launched. So I guess we're not quite at a year. Uh, we'll have to have a party for uh, for our celebration. Uh, you want to go get pizza? Go get pizza next week, Carson. And uh, I guess I'll cheat on my diet uh, for one night. I guess I can have one slice of pizza and some salad, right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you look at me, I'll finish the rest. So <laughs> that's perfect. Carson's on a seafood diet. So everything he sees, he eats, it works out. Uh, me, I'd rather just go eat seafood and just small amounts of it. I'm just, I'm not a seafood person. So it's probably why. Exactly. All right. Enough of our punny, terrible dad jokes uh, for the day. Let's get into uh, what we were kind of wanted to talk about today and, and uh, do our part two of the Oshkosh wrap up. So is there anything Carson that stuck out to you at the show that, uh, that we got to experience uh, I know there was quite a few things that I really, really enjoyed uh, at the show that we haven't even talked about. And pr- honestly, we did so many things. I, I would have to look at like all the pictures that I took. I think I took, I don't know, five or 600 pictures of things that I did at Oshkosh. So uh, what were some of the, the most enjoyable things that you ended up uh, doing and what did you enjoy? Well, I love seeing the big airplanes and seeing the super guppy was definitely one of the coolest things I've seen. Uh, I remember I was at Riverside Airport. And someone started shouting inside the building, like, Super Guppy, Super Guppy. And I was like, what, what, what does that even mean? I'm not even a pilot yet. What was Super Guppy? Uh, so I go outside and look up, and it was flying into uh, March Air Force Base. By the way, side topic on that, I was flying in the air when that Super Guppy was flying in there. I actually have a picture on my phone, I got to find it, of the Super Guppy flying while I was flying over Lake Matthews. It was pretty cool. I was doing like an end of course or a stage check with a student. It was pretty neat. That's so funny because I have a picture of it from the ground um, that I also have to go find. So we'll post both those later, I'm sure. But um, I I went outside and I I took a picture of it because I was like, that's such a cool plane. And it was NASA's Super Guppy. And there was all these parts that this plane's flown around for the space shuttles and space program. Uh, So it was a phenomenal little bit of research I did. So when we went and saw that they were doing private media tours of the Super Guppy at Oshkosh, 
that was like a dream come true to me because I was able to see it up close. I was able to ask questions. And like I talked about in that last episode uh, or one of our last episodes, everyone was talking to the pilot and I was talking to the engineer because no one was talking to him in the back. I was able to ask all the questions I really wanted to know. So that was pretty cool. Um, and besides that, just hanging out around Boeing Plaza was really awesome because there's always something new going on in Boeing Plaza. No matter what kind of airplanes you really like to go and see, uh, there is going to be something amazing, phenomenal, and something you can never really get up close to in your day-to-day airport experiences as there will be in Boeing Plaza. Uh, there's always something massive and spectacular. Um, Brandon, what did you see that you were really enjoying? So a bunch of things stuck out to me at the show. Uh, one thing that was really cool was uh, I always love going to the seaplane base. It's one of my favorite places. It's, it's the most tranquil place at Oshkosh. It's just one of those places that you can't describe in enough words. When you go there, you walk in and you walk through the, like the forest and it is quiet and there's birds chirping and there's just not a whole bunch of people and airplane noise and all the, all the things that make AirVenture awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's also nice to get away for a little bit. And it was just peaceful. So whenever you go to a seaplane base, it's it's just super peaceful because you're like on a on part of a lake and you you get to see seaplanes coming in or out. It just looks beautiful. And uh, and they're towing or taxiing. I don't even know what you would call that. They're towing planes with boats um, and ropes, and they're bringing them to to moorings and they're tying them off to moorings, which is really really neat to see. So it's always enjoyable to go to the seaplane base, but. Uh, my favorite thing to do there, which I didn't get to do last year because there was too long of a wait, is take their boat ride. Uh, so I went with Austin and his little friend, um, and we got to go on the boat ride, and and we got to meet some pilots who were who were on the uh, on the boat with us, and we were chit chatting about different things. And uh, one guy was a retired uh, jet captain. He he flew. Uh, Gulf streams or something for like 40 years or something crazy like that and had 50,000 hours. I don't know. He probably embellished a little bit, but he had a lot, right? He had a lot of hours. So it was really neat going around there. And, uh, and we walked, we were on this little boat ride and they said, Oh, do you have any type ratings? That's how that came up to me. And I was like, matter of fact, I got a G one eleven type last year. And this was the first guy I ever met who he was like, Oh, I know what a G one eleven type is. I was like, that's an albatross. There was an albatross here yesterday. I said, what? There was an albatross here yesterday. What albatross is here? Because I didn't call up my my friend who, who's the main pilot and PIC in that airplane. I didn't call him up and ask if he was going this year. I just, there's a lot of people you meet there and I was there mostly for work. So ask for pictures. I was like, what did it look like? Um, do you have any pictures? And he said, oh yeah, here's some pictures. So then I pull up my phone. I'm like, did it look like this? He said, yep. And then he showed me a picture of it too. So the same one that I got my, uh, my SIC type in, uh, he they were actually there. So um, James and, and probably the owner flew it over there and, uh, and they had a lot of fun splashing around in the ocean or not the ocean. It's big, it's big as an ocean, uh, but in the giant lake that's over there uh, by Oshkosh. And, uh, and that was kind of neat to hear about. And then I ended up seeing, I didn't connect with him. We texted a little bit, but it's so big there. We never ended up connecting, but I ended up watching him take off because there's not that many albatrosses that showed up. There were two at least that I saw, by the way. But I did end up seeing him take off, and I sent him a video and some pictures, which uh, he he thanked me for, which was pretty neat. So um, that was pretty fun. And that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, but honestly, it also has to do with the seaplane base, and it was one of my favorite things to do. Every year since the first year that I've gone to Oshkosh uh, with with my son Austin, of course, I've taken a picture with him. Um, and there's this rock uh, right next to where the air traffic controllers control the seaplane base. And there's this rock, and I always sit on this rock, and we both always wear shorts and and flip-flops and a t-shirt to this, uh, to this rock. And we always sit there 
And I always have my arm on his shoulder and we always like recreate this photo every single year. Um, so it's one of my favorite things to do. I need to put like a collage together of all the photos on that rock. But every year Austin and I go sit and take a picture. He even remembers it every year. He's like, dad, we got to go take the picture on the rock. And I said, you're right, we do. And, uh, so that was probably one of the coolest things. Like I said, you start off going to Oshkosh for the, for the airplanes and the airplanes are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's why we do this podcast. That's why Stratus Financial exists. That's why everybody who's listening on here is working to become a pilot or enjoys aviation in some way or fashion. Right. But it's really for the people that you meet. And just randomly today, I went to go sign up at a, at a, like a club to go meet new people today. And, uh, and the lady who was giving me the tour, uh, she started talking about her son who just happened to be, become a pilot at a Long Beach airport. And, uh, and I said, by the way, we've got a podcast called Aviation Mentors, and I'm a CFII, and I would love to talk to your son and maybe take him for a ride in the Icon before Carson, of course. Uh, so I'd love to go take him for a ride in the Icon. Um, can I give you my info? I want to talk to your son because he was talking about getting nervous about going to Catalina. I said, oh, I can help him with all that stuff. And that's kind of the camaraderie that piloting brings to you. But but it's about the people. Like, I just want to go meet this person and go bring him for a ride in an airplane. And like, it's the airplane brings you together, but the people are what keeps you coming together. So, and that's the same thing with my son uh, and going there, which was really, really awesome. So that was my favorite part. But in our last episode, uh, we were talking about uh, the Oshkosh wrap up part one. We mentioned that there are not only pilots at the show and there are a lot of other aviation alien professionals. See, look at me. I'm going crazy right now. <laughs> I mean, that's what I get. You, you saw the, uh, the federal government actually confirmed aliens exist or at least some officials confirmed it, maybe not the federal government, but uh, if you like conspiracies, go look it up on Google. I heard it from somebody the other day. So I looked it up on Google and there's actually somebody in Congress testifying that aliens are real. It's pretty crazy. Listen, it's not conspiracy theory if it's true. Okay. Okay, Carson. Sure. So back to what I was saying, there was a lot of other aviation professionals, not aliens. Uh, so Carson, what were some of the cool jobs that you saw that people had there, either that you talked to uh, or that you witnessed in person, you just saw them doing? Well, it was my second time seeing this one job in particular, uh, and it's not one that I had seen or, or understood was happening. Uh, so I saw him at Sun and Fun when I was walking around all the jets and the warbirds and everything. I uh, wasn't quite sure what it was until I saw this year at Oshkosh and put two and two together. Uh, it was the guys that were filling up all the smoke for the airplanes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I didn't even realize that's a job. I mean, I've never seen anybody even do that. I figure they just attach canisters or something, but it makes sense. How did they fill that up? Did they fill it up with like a like a gas can or did they actually have like a truck, like, a, like an Avgas truck or how'd that work? I saw a, a truck with a little trailer on it, and it had these 55-gallon drums in the back. So, I mean, all they're burning is oil. It's, uh, it's just like a highly combustible oil. It, it's just smoke. That's all it is. So, it's pretty cool. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but the, uh, the oil grips onto the exhaust, and that's what burns off and creates that smoke. So, it's pretty cool. But anyway. Carson figured out what happens when oil... It's hot exhaust and it creates smoke. I'm really, really proud of them. <laughs> Obviously, everybody, we love having fun on this show. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it too. Um, I especially love my little soundboard that Carson's not allowed to have access to because I'm the one at the computer. And it is fantastic. I just absolutely love it. I love it so much that it makes me laugh. <laughs> all right, I'm done with that now. Yeah, my dad said you're driving him nuts to all the sounds, by the way. But we'll talk about that later. Well, Carlos gonna have to uh i'm gonna i'm gonna need this from you next time okay 
just a little bit of cheering for me and I'll be happier. <laughs> so, okay. So besides that, Carson, and I'm going to get off my, uh, my soundboard before I drive everybody crazy with it and not just your father. <laughs> so what other jobs did you, did you see there that were pretty neat that somebody wouldn't think that this is a job in aviation? I wouldn't have thought filling up the, um, the airshow planes with, with, smoke oil was a thing. Obviously it is. Um, I don't know if that's a full-time career type of job or anything like that, but what are some other things you saw? I saw the marshalling that was going on and that wasn't just the marshalling that we talked about. Um, one of our episodes leading up to Oshkosh where we're talking about people who marshal planes off the runways and into the plane parking areas. Um, but it's actually the people who are marshalling the airplanes through all the taxiways that people walk on and walk through. So when a plane's parked either in Warbirds or in one of the the, uh, the 40 lots, then that plane's going to be marshaled out towards the taxiway. Uh, but it has to go through the ramp first. Well, there's so many people at Oshkosh that people walk on the taxiways, people walk on the ramps, um, and not, not the main ones exactly, but people get pretty close to that flight line. So the marshalers are the people blocking off everybody from walking through when the planes are going. Um, and the planes are constantly moving. There's, there's always somebody moving. So it's, it's pretty hectic watching how many planes are moving and how these guys are all trying to control who's where on the ground. It, it's ground from the tower, but um, on a much larger scale because you have so many moving pieces and you have to keep everyone safe, especially when people are that close to moving planes. So uh, aside from that, I, I know you've noticed a lot of other things that are especially pretty cool. Um, you did have a little bit more free time than I did. So what did you get to do and see? It's okay, Brand. You worked for it. I know. <laughs> so what were some of the jobs that you saw uh, or you noticed that you know most people wouldn't? Thanks for, for mentioning that I actually do work. By the way, I work from home a lot lately and Carson always says, you need your nap time, Brandon. I know that's why you work at home. And you know what? I almost went and laid down today for a 20-minute nap just so I could take a picture and show Carson, look, this is all I do all day. I just nap all day long. But unfortunately, that's not what I do. I was working until like midnight. And then for some reason, Carson sent a message last night at 2.30 in the morning um, Pacific time. And so I was up at 2.30 in the morning just randomly. I woke up for like an hour and I was working. So I made sure to respond so he knew I was working. So I was wondering if you saw that. And then Anthony, when he woke up, he said, you guys are crazy being up that early. I was like, that's just what winners do, sir. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we got to work hard when we play hard by going to Oshkosh and doing things like that. So, yeah. So to answer Carson's question, so some of the jobs that, um, and even answer my question that I asked him, uh, some of the jobs that I saw that are just not the normal job that you would think in aviation, like everyone thinks, okay, you're like a marshaller or a fueling person. Um, I don't know what that's called, actually. I think there's an official name for that. I think it's a porter. Uh, you can be an aircraft porter. Uh, you can do all sorts of different things. But here's some things that I noticed when I was there. And I've seen all of these things before, but I want to mention them to all of our listeners because these are different things you can do in aviation if you don't want to go work for an airline or you don't want to be a pilot. And, and some of these things are piloting stuff, actually. But if you want a different type of lifestyle, because not all people, a lot of people want to spend time with their family more. They don't want to just be traveling. They don't want the travel lifestyle. Um, if you want to be a pilot, if you don't like the travel lifestyle, that's probably a problem. I know that I absolutely adore traveling. It's one of my favorite things to do in the absolute entire world. Um, I happen to be traveling, I think, another like 15 days next month. I, I don't know. I think I travel 15 or 16 days every month almost, it feels like now. But it's one of the things I really enjoy. I, I also enjoy getting back home and sleeping in my own bed or taking my naps in my own bed for Carson because he thinks I'm always napping. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so here's some of the things that I saw. W number one is air show performer. 
Obviously, you see a lot of airshow performers, and I've noticed that all the airshow performers are, are pretty old acts. There's not very many young airshow performers, and I'm guessing it's because you probably have to have quite a bit of money to be able to buy certain airplanes, or you have to get sponsors uh, to be able to sponsor you in these. And plus, you also have to be a world-class act uh, to get enough sponsorship money to be able to go to an airshow and build up enough clout to get paid to go to Oshkosh. And I've heard they don't make a lot of money, but some of them do. I know the Red Bull, Red Bull guys and girls, they make a ton of money. By the way, the Red Bull airplane was there that landed on the uh, tower in Dubai. I took a picture next to it. So did Austin. It was really cool. It was outside the aircraft spruce uh, building right where our, our uh, Stratus boost was. So it was pretty neat to see. And I touched it. I was like, I need to touch this. This has been literally around the world. And it landed on a very tall building uh, in a very short amount of uh, helipad. It wasn't even a runway. It was a helipad. <laughs> well, so it was pretty cool. Um, another job that I really thought was amazing and cool. And I've actually wanted to do this forever. And you know, one of these days when I'm not working as hard and uh, Anthony, if you listen to this, um, one day I do want to retire. He wants to work forever. Um, I don't. <laughs> one day I want to retire and I just want to kind of go play golf and go fly airplanes and, and go play around and have a lot of fun. Uh, that's my goal in my life. That's why I work so hard now. So I can do that at some point, uh, hopefully before I get too old. Uh, I want to do it some young age, but I would love to be an air show announcer. I just think it would be a lot of fun. Obviously, I enjoy talking. I enjoy hearing myself talk, um, good or bad or ugly. Nonetheless, I still enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I think some of you enjoy it. That's why we have like 40,000 downloads, which is really nice. And you have a face made for radio, so it's really perfect. True story. Well, after I lost all that weight, my face is getting a little more pretty. Uh, by the way, all the pictures that are up on our uh, Facebook are from like nine months ago. So my face actually looks a lot different. Uh, I think we took a few pictures. I don't know if they ever made it online yet, but I got to get some of those posted uh, in general, just so you can kind of see kind of our exploits. Actually, if you go on the Stratus Financial page, I know for a fact that they posted some pictures of Carson and I, and then I think that Natalie also got some of the pictures on the Aviation Mentors page. So if you go check out our Facebook or Instagram, uh, you'll definitely actually see a couple of those, but we have more to post uh, as soon as we have time. Uh, but I think the announcer thing would be really fun. Uh, I think it would be a blast to, to do. I love talking about airplanes. I know what most of the maneuvers are that they're doing. Obviously, I'm not a, an aerobatic pilot, so I don't know all of them. Uh, but, uh, but I would love to learn and uh, make that kind of a, a long-term goal for myself. Um, I'm really big into goals and goal setting and hitting those goals. So I think that's one I could actually achieve. And I think I, I know how to sell well enough. I could sell myself into uh, to announcing for someone. Heck, maybe Carson can be the air show pilot and I'll be the announcer. And I'll be like, whoa, Carson's doing a barrel roll or something like that. Oh, no, we'll have fun with it. Um, I'm going to go through the last few, up, uh, few things and then we'll wrap this up. Um, there are ferry pilots that ferried aircraft for manufacturers. That was pretty cool. Uh, so manufacturers were there. I mean, there was... Um, Pilatus was there with like PC 12s and large aircraft. Um, Boeing was there. They had, they didn't have any of their super large aircraft, but, uh, they brought, brought examples of their aircraft. Uh, Piper was there. Cessna was there. Beechcraft was there. Uh, Ever Cirrus was there. Icon was there. All these people had to bring, bring aircraft and, and they hired ferry pilots. Now, whether they worked for the company and they ferried it or they hired an independent ferry pilot, they had to hire pilots to fly them out there, which was pretty neat. Another one is a towing aircraft, whether it be at the seaplane base and towing aircraft with a boat, which was kind of neat to see. Um, or uh, if you were at Oshkosh and you were towing aircraft to kind of move them around in the showgrounds and not to hit people. Uh, that was pretty neat as well. Another one is aircraft sales. There are so many aircraft salespeople out there and they are not pilots. The only thing they can't do is they can't demo aircraft. Big deal. 
you can go out there and you can still go sell these airplanes, which is a heck of a lot of fun. You're selling really nice high-end toys and you're making amazing connections in life. Whether or not you do it forever or not, I, I would tell anybody, go do a sales job because it'll turn you into the person you need to be in business. If you want to be a business person or if you want to be a high-income earner or you want to be those things, you have to learn how to sell. Um, you have to sell yourself. You have to sell yourself in relationships. You have to sell yourself in personal, business, everything. And if you're working with a product or any business, you're always selling a product. Whether you're answering an email and and being customer service, you're being customer service selling that product. So aircraft sales just sounds awesome because you get to play with airplanes and sell airplanes and design like color codes and not color codes, but um, colors of interiors and exteriors with owners on their taste. And I know some people, they get to work with, uh, with very famous people and people who are like basketball players and baseball players and, and they get to sell them airplanes, which has to be way cool. Like imagine if you sold somebody an airplane and they're like angels, baseball person, and they just wanted like red and white all over their airplane. Wouldn't that be so cool to do? So that's one thing. Um, another thing is being a support for different aviation companies. Um, even moving some of the boxes in and out of the booths and things like that. There's, there's all of those things. Now that's not really aviation direct related, but, um, it's, it's something that you can do to support, uh, the, the air shows also building and selling avionics. Um, you don't have to be a pilot to do that. You just have to be kind of tech savvy a little bit, but you don't even have to be that tech savvy as long as you can learn the products. Uh, but you can either build them, you can sell them, you can work in the certification process of aircraft, of, of avionics, of propellers. You can do so many different things in engineering. Um, you can, heck, you can even do space travel stuff. I mean, if you want to go work for Virgin or SpaceX or all these people, they're looking for uh, people that have a passion for aviation and and different things like that. So uh, I would I would really throw that out there and and go look at one of these different types of jobs. They they're plentiful, and we just we just nailed a few of them uh, right now. We didn't even talk about that many. I honestly, uh, if we we sat and talked probably for two hours about all the jobs we could. So, uh, but thanks so much everybody for listening today. I hope you liked our Oshkosh recap number two. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to either one of us, you can always reach out to us uh, via email. Uh, for me, it's brandon at aviationmentors.com. And of course, for Carson, it is carson at aviationmentors.com. And as a wrap up for the day, remember, we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride.